Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Now for our story. Aunt Mary had finally been able to persuade Carla Descari she must admit the truth. That it was her own husband, not Bill Mead, who had caused the injuries from which she was now recovering in the little Wakefield hospital. Angered by false stories connecting his wife and Bill Mead, Mario had quarreled violently with Carla. The young woman, in falling, had struck her head and lay unconscious. Convinced she was dead, Mario had fled to a mill town near Chicago. The scandal which resulted had centered upon Bill Mead, until Carla told her story. Well, today, Aunt Mary had gone to the hospital to visit Carla. And while she was there, Angus McKillop, the attorney, had brought in a letter sent him by Mario. A letter which had disturbed his wife, as well as Aunt Mary and Angus, very much. Well, now, after leaving the careful young woman at the hospital, Mary Lane crosses the square in Wakefield. Her heart is heavy. She walks without her customary cheerful vitality. A fact observed by her old friend David Bowman as he comes up to her. Mary, my dear. Oh, Oh, hello, David. Mary, one look at your face tells me something is wrong. What is it? No, no, wait. Have you a minute or two to spare? Why, yes, David, I suppose I have. Good. Then suppose we go over to the coffee shop at the hotel and have a bite together. It's nice and warm in there, at least. Well, I mustn't take too much time, David. I've been away from home almost all day, and we're having a dinner guest. You don't worry about it. I'm sure Peggy and Randy are looking after things. Besides, I have something I want to tell you. And I believe you have something on your mind, too, Mary. If so, perhaps I can share it, whatever it may be. Thank you, David. Yes, I believe a cup of coffee may be just what I need. Uh, you know, Mary, I've always thought that keeping a pot of coffee simmering on the back of the stove all day, a very good idea. Then, when a domestic emergency arises. Everyone sits down in the kitchen to talk it out over a nice cup of strong back brew. I believe you're right, David. It's not only the stimulation of the hot drink, but the comfort of sitting down quietly to arrange one's thoughts in order. <laughs> exactly. Now, suppose you tell me what caused that worried expression you had when I first caught sight of you. I know you so well, my dear. And usually, you look so wonderfully cheerful. <laughs> Was it that bad? I'm rather ashamed, David. 
I try not to go around looking doleful. I know you well enough to know it's not about your own words. I'm afraid that's not always the case. Look, Mary, won't you give my ego a little boost by letting me feel I'm occasionally capable of helping you out? Oh, how can you say that when you have so many times? Mary, what is it? David, I just came from seeing Carla at the hospital. Carla? She hasn't taken a turn for the worst? No, but the poor child had a dreadful shock this afternoon. I shouldn't be surprised if it didn't have an effect on her in a physical sense as well. What happened? Angus McKillop came by to see her. He had a letter from Mario. From her husband? Mm. But if Mario got in touch with her... Wait, David. You see, Mario didn't get in touch with Carla directly. The letter was to Angus. He wrote to Angus for a very specific reason. Because Angus is an attorney. I... I don't understand. Unless... Good Lord, Mary, don't tell me Mario's considering a divorce. Well, he didn't say anything about that. But it's almost as bad. Oh, no. The gist of Mario's letter to Angus was that he's deeding all their property. The land, the farmhouse, the car, everything to his sister. Mary, has he gone crazy? I can't believe he'd do such a thing. No, I wouldn't have believed it either, David. But I saw the letter. Good heavens. Think what Mario's letter means to Carla. To their relationship as husband and wife. Yes. Yes, of course. Mary, there's only one thing to do, it seems to me. We must get in touch with him and... Where is he, Mary? The letter was postmarked from Chicago. Chicago? Mm. We've got to get in touch with the boy at once, for several reasons. I'm afraid we can't get in touch with him. Why not? He gave no return address. We have no idea where to reach him. Oh, hang it all. And I've been thinking we could persuade him to... Mary, this is even worse than I thought. If you could have seen Carla's face when Angus first told her there was a letter from Mario. She has no recriminations, no resentment against him. Only love and a desire for him to come home. And then, David, when she learned about the deed, it means he, he must know somehow that she's all right, and he must know he nearly killed her. Yet he still believes that awful gossip about her and Bill. Well, at least the people here don't blame Bill anymore since Carla's made her explanation. But she hasn't cleared him, Mary. She hasn't? Why, she gave Sheriff Goodwin the whole story last night. The whole thing about what happened at the farm. Yes, I know she did. But unfortunately, it didn't have the effect we'd hoped it would. What do you mean, David? What happened? Mary, we had our regular board meeting at the bank today. I've just come from it. Oh? The men still feel it would be damaging to the bank if Bill continues with his job there. In spite of Carla's explaining what happened? That Bill wasn't involved in any way? According to the board, Mary, Bill was involved, if only indirectly. They still believe all that foolish, vicious gossip? Yes, Mary. But did you talk to them? Don't they realize what a dreadful injustice they'd be doing to ask Bill resignation? I talked myself hoarse, Mary, but they wouldn't budge an inch, not one of them. You know Henry Swanson, Mary? He's a kind, tolerant man in most ways. I've never known Henry to do a mean, unkind action, but... Uh, well, uh, it's a question of a broken but home. But it isn't a question of a broken home in that sense. That's the way Henry and the rest of them see it, just the same. He sort of 
appointed himself as spokesman for the rest of them. But according to Henry, it would be a different story altogether if Mario came back and admitted he'd made a mistake. You see, Henry's contention is that unless Mario does return, it amounts to definite proof that the stories are true. Otherwise, Henry says, why would he have left his wife and that fine farm of his? Oh, David. Well, this will certainly be a dreadful blow to the youngsters. To Peggy ah. and Bill. You knew how I dread facing that boy, Mary. After we... After we told Bill, the matter was settled. Honestly, when I, when I think of it, I feel like I'd like to give up the whole thing. It, it seems we're blocked whichever way we turn. And yet, David, I don't know about that. There's still one possibility. I believe Henry Swanson did hit on something when he said the whole thing would be different if Mario were to return. That's why I was so glad to hear he'd written. But if he gave no address... Well, perhaps he might be traced. But how? No, Mary. I'm afraid not. There's no law that can make a man return home if he doesn't want to. The only way to get in touch with Mario would be if the authorities tried to locate him. And they have no reason to, since he's not wanted on any charge. I realize we can't expect help from the sheriff's office, but... As I see it right now, Mary, it almost looks to me that the best thing Bill could do would be to leave Wakefield altogether. Take a job in some other place, maybe, since this town has acted as it has. David, you don't really mean that, I hope. Well, Mary, I'm only thinking of Bill's own peace of mind. With the townspeople against him, it's going to be very uncomfortable. Wakefield's been very hard on that boy. Perhaps in another town... That would be running away from something, instead of facing it out and solving it. But, Mary, what if there is no solution? And there isn't unless Mario could be found. And you know yourself, looking for a boy like Mario in a city the size of Chicago is hardly a hopeful prospect. I realize that. Yet, it may not be impossible. I believe I may know a way to go about it which might succeed. Oh? I think, David, I'd better check up on it first before I raise both our hopes. But I think it's a good idea. Aunt Mary was remembering something that had happened a year ago. At the time when she and Lefty were so anxious to locate Peggy after the young girl had run away. The similarity of that situation and this one had reminded Aunt Mary of someone who might be very helpful. 